Hey y'all, it's a podcast called Fresh. It's me, it's me, it's M-A-P. He gets it more than the rest of you. He's better at this than you. Yo, what up? It's your boy, Miles Amadeus Prower, a.k.a. Deckles Daddy, and if you're here and my stank ass is talking, then that means it's another episode of a podcast called Fresh. What's good? What's going on? We're back again, doing the thing. So, um, recording this the day after I dropped Standing Up While Falling Down. I think it's got um kind of good reviews. Such far, well, not reviews, but I think it's getting decent exceptions, you know. People like it, I guess. I don't know. Kel said he liked it. Mama listened to it. She thought it was funny. And if Bubby like it, then that's all that fucking matters. <laughs> yeah, so that's what it is. I um hope y'all like it. Just trying to take it a little bit easier on this whole podcasting thing. I want to get it out. I'm really motivated right now. You know what I'm saying? Kudos to my wife. You know what I'm saying? Just finished twisting my wig up. So if y'all hear any clicking and clacking in the background that Raul wasn't able to mix out, that's my clip still in my head. And also kudos on wife for um, getting me together the other night. Wink, wink. So I can fucking think now. <laughs> y'all, y'all think I'm playing. I'm for real. Like ladies, if, if like, I don't know how all dudes is, but I know for me, like if, if I'm not, um, getting this, you know, some kick it. You know, once I reach my threshold, I can't fucking think. I'm like fucking Tasmanian duck woman. <laughs> woman, <laughs> porn, woman. You know, once I get, oh, I can think this and that. Dissertations, ideas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But anyway, let's get this here started. What I wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah. All right, let's get into this. It's um interesting to me. I have conversations with people and stuff online and uh you know, just filling people out. And a lot of time, for the most part... Oh, shit. Let me start this off before that. Remember I was telling y'all, I'm underwhelmed, barely whelmed, and I don't see shit or hear anything that moves me, and I like... Nigga, this fucking song by Thundercat, Dragon Ball Durag, oh, that is my shit. Y'all need to check that out. It is nice. I love it. I've been grooving that all day. My wife is mad because I, I just clicked on the thing. You know what I'm saying? While my wife is doing my wig. And I had seen the little picture on YouTube for a minute. And I just didn't click on it. Because it was some crazy looking dude. Spraying some fucking water making a rainbow. And I thought it was some wig. You know, gay shit. I'm not knocking that. I don't want to see that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I don't know what this shit is. I'm just cool. I stay in my bubble. In my world, I'm just in my bubble. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, I was like, ah, Thundercat. He, he fuck with Flying with Lotus. All right, let's see what he's talking about. Man, that shit is cool. The video is funny as hell. I love it. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers crooning. And it's also funny. Here's a game that you guys can play that I play. I don't know if anybody else does this. And this is just how weird my mind is. You listen to R&B. Soul a lot of stuff. And you hear people use euphemisms for sex. In your mind, as you're singing, exchange that for the word fuck. So, when you're hearing people say, oh, you know... Uh, uh, hold me, you know, uh, lay with me, sleep with me, 
blah 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 you know because there's a lot of euphemism like half of them songs if you think about it and go back it's all about getting some ass like i had my wife rolling i love rick james give it to me that song is literally about coming home being buzzed telling your woman give me some give me some of that stuff that sweet funky stuff <laughs> But for real, that's literally what the song is about. And it's funny. We'll be all singing. We'll be like, give it to me. That's sweet, the stuff. You know, say what? Looking back, you know, like a lot of that stuff. Quiet is kept. You know, I'm getting on a tangent. Fuck it. That's what we do. Nigga, inside my love, Minnie Ripperton. When I was younger, I thought it was just about love. Nigga, that song is nasty as hell. You get older and you realize what she thought. Oh, the implication is nasty. And it's funny now when you listen to music. It's the same shit, just without the artistry and classiness to not say fucking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But anyway, other thing I want to talk about. It's weird for me, you know what I'm saying? That a lot of time I talk to people, a lot of time people get on me and act like I'm not pro-black. Or I don't, you know, brought up supporting black comics and things of that nature. Or just bl- black stuff in general. I had saw this trailer for this movie called Lazarus. I'm going to try to remember to put it in the show notes or whatever this shit is that they, you know, anyway, it's pretty cool. It looks all right. Black superhero movie. I don't know. First thing I see it and I feel bad. And I told my wife, you know, before, you know, after I watched it and before I watched it, I feel bad because the Avengers, DC, uh, kick ass, all that is the standard in quality for me to watch fucking superhero shit same reason why i can't watch fucking uh daredevil and luke cage and a lot of these shows because you have to fucking have a fucking game of thrones budget to move moi you know what i'm saying just the way my imagination is work is you know hooked up if you don't got that i can't it, it just it takes me out of it you know what i'm saying like me and bubby were saying on the queen slim review Check out last episode if you haven't already. And if you have, check it out again. It's probably some shit that'll make you laugh. My mind is so active that you have to, I have to be consumed with what I'm absorbing. Sound like a nigga trying to make big words, trying to talk smart, you know. But I have to be consumed with with what I'm watching so I don't think. Because I'm the nigga in the movie. Come on, he ain't reload yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love... What was that? Dark Knight Rises, the last Batman movie. I love it. I think Bane is fucking wonderful. But I can't stand the scene in the stock market. And I'm sure I said this before on here. And as well other places. Where he pops my man in point blank range. And there's no blood or like the scene in fucking Black Panther. Killmonger slits my man's slits all the door of Malaje's throat. There's no blood. I know too much to know. There's no way in the world holding somebody's head back that you can fucking slit their throat and there's not blood either spewing in the air or pouring down their throat. That shit took me out of the fucking scene. You know what I'm saying? Just like again, like in um fucking, oh, uh, was it Endgame? Banner's arguing with Hulk. Ah, oh, nigga, you just showed in fucking Ragnarok. Banner jumped out of a plane, died. Hulk came back. So knowing this, there's no way Hawk cannot turn into Hawk. Just step out the suit and pull and call his bluff. We have proof. You know what I'm saying? You know, hold on, Maps. Bring it back, baby. You're getting away from the point. All right, good point. As I was saying, so 
I'm watching this trailer for Lazarus, and the first thing I think is low budget. I don't mean it as disrespect. I just know what I'm into. Okay, fine. I'm looking at it, nothing really is getting me. And the way I look at it and I analyze trailers now, the way they play you is that the best parts of a fucking movie are typically in the trailer. All the best parts. So when you go see the movie, you're like, oh, shit, I seen all the good shit. So I'm looking. It looks interesting. Nothing's really catching my eye. I have a very analytical eye. I've seen so much Kung Fu martial arts anime and shit. You got to move me. Even I've seen shit and people are like, oh, that's dope. Nigga, that choreography is whack. You can telegraph. And them niggas moving slow as fuck. But anyway. So I commented, it's all right. I'm really hoping the plot is kick ass to make up for the little lack in quality. So somebody in there was like, well, niggas is the first ones to say this and that and blah, blah, blah. And they don't want to support nothing, blah, 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 all the white man, this and that, you know. And it got me thinking, I understand where you're coming from. But I think it's like, don't want to sound mean. But this should be like, for me, I can't say everybody else. I have a common fucking, not decency, but it's a standard. There you go, standard. I have a standard. Whether you red or, you know, I don't want to say that red, yellow, black, and white shit. No matter what color you is, I have a standard. I got some shit like I would say fucking um, my man, who is it, Robert O'Malley, who did Scott Pilgrim. His art is not great. I would not be like, oh, I want to see this nigga draw something else for somebody else. His shit is great for what he does. Another people uh, group I like, uh, Luna Brothers. I'm going to be doing, reviewing this shit sometime soon. Love Luna Brothers. When I think of the best art in comics, I would not put their names at my top five or ten probably. And that's no disrespect. But if I think of the best comics, I'm thinking Luna Brothers. Them. Oh, my man, I think it's uh, uh, O'Malley. They show that you don't have to have. I'm not saying that they art sucks. Their art is good. Good. But the emphasis on their shit is more on plot. You know what I'm saying? And that's what makes shit. You know what I'm saying? So let's bring it back. So it's like, you know, and it made me think, why that shit I felt, you know, they would say triggered. Why am I so aggy about this? And it made me remember, I remember before I used to catch, I still catch flat. Because I remember when I was little, today, I didn't read the comic, you know, I read the paper and shit when I was younger. So, you know, my dad found out, oh, the black comics is out. So he took me to the store, bought some, and we had some, we bought like a hardware and some other shit. And I remember looking at it. And I, I kind of feel bad, but I don't regret saying what I said, you know, fell in the way because I still feel like that to this day. I didn't like it from the standard of which I was used to. And at that time, I wasn't reading DC because I didn't think DC's fucking art was good. That shit looked lame. I stuck with fucking uh, Marvel until DC started getting Marvel artists. So at that time, I'm thinking like, and why are all the black people in this comic black? Like Obsidian black. The niggas in Marvel and everything else are brown. And then it's like, I felt bad, you know, looking back, but I just looked at it comparing. I wasn't, at that time, I wasn't even all super duper pro back. I just, from what I knew and taking it fast, I saw it. You know what I'm saying? This nigga hardware is just a black Iron Man. Somebody else is just a black this. It wasn't a lot of people that I saw that I thought was dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember the first time I saw a death clock. A death lock. I'm sorry. Listen to them earlier. Deathlock. Cousin like, dude, this nigga, nigga, nigga from Detroit. He black. He was come back from the dead. And now he a robot slash zombie. That shit's kind of ill. All right, let me. And I still to this day don't think the Deathlock design is dope. 
But the story is okay. That's cool. Set it up. I like it. You know, just for me, and I don't know am I the only one, and maybe I'm wrong, and I'm not trying to ruffle nobody's feathers, but. Just for a lot of stuff, just making something black or just because something black isn't good enough for me, nigga. If something's whack, I don't care who made it. It's fucking whack. And not saying that hardware is whack or milestone comics are whack or static. And that's another thing. Okay, bring it to this. Tomorrow, static shop. This is, I guess, where I all started. I'm telling this shit way out of sequence. Fuck it. Work with me. Static shock. It blew my mind. I realized that it, a lot of people really love that cartoon. I never liked it. I never watched it. I watched like a couple episodes of it. I mean, you know, but I couldn't fuck with that. It like the animation to me looked ass compared to fucking Superman Adventures, Batman, the animated super series, Batman, Superman Adventures. That shit was ass. And then it just to me at that time, it just seemed like I could tell they were pandering. Look at this hip hop superhero from the blah, blah, blah for the black people cool in the hood. And I'm just like, this nigga is whack. Got a, got a white best friend. I'm like, all right, come on, dog. You know, but to a lot, maybe I was too old. You know what I'm saying? But at that time, I just, I never, I just, I've never, it's just that I liked him when he was in fucking Batman Beyond. Hell, I even liked Static when he was on Teen Titans and that motherfucker was murking people. He was dope then to me. But I just, you know, and I'm not saying people are wrong for not liking that. You got that right, baby. But just to me, I just never liked it. And it was just really interesting to me because I always thought like, ah, that's just not really, you know, but that's just me, you know. So anyway, I done went a little bit over my time. We're going to take a break, pay an ad. Somebody going to get paid from this shit. It ain't my stank ass. So podcast called Fresh. All Black, a.k.a. Maps. I'll be right back. What's good? My name's Quentin, and I'm the newest sponsor of a podcast called Fresh. I'm sure you're asking yourself, what did this brother do? I'm glad you're thinking that. I reduce the stress as well as provide good mental health to the community. That's right. Your boy Q sells medical cannabis. And before you go judging, we live in Detroit, so it's legal here. I got Kush, OG, OG Kush, Diesel, Diesel Kush, Undertaker, Undertaker Kush, even some of that HBK too. We got that Trump Kush. You know that shit smells good good, but smokes like Reggie's. We got that Pokemon Kush for you niggas playing Sword and Shield. I even got the rare shiny Pokemon Kush too. So hit me up on Facebook or get my number from Miles. Thanks for your time. I'm Quentin. A podcast called Fresh. Hey! Alright, alright, alright. We are back. Podcast called Fresh. Your boy Maps. Hyphen Podcast Group. Let's go. All right. First review. Let's get it in, folks. All right. It's Far Sector by N.K. Jemison and Jamal Campbell. Now, I think this may be the first. I don't want Maybe it might be the first DC comic we have reviewed. On a podcast called Fresh. Now I'm going to get into this a little bit. 
I used to be the biggest DC Comics head. Loved it. You know what I'm saying? But I stopped reading right after, what was it, Final Crisis. Then they had the fucking uh, 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 Blackest Night. Then they did the whole fucking uh, rebirth shit. And then when they redid it again, I couldn't fuck with that shit. They rebooted it like twice. And they started making like Flash. Kid Flash was black. And I just couldn't fuck with that shit no more. It was so much shit that I had read. And the thing that I love about comics, you know what I'm saying? I loved the rich history that you read one thing and it made a small reference to something that mattered that happened 20 or 10 years ago that you would have to read a whole bunch of comics to absorb that to get this. To me, I liked how that to me seemed like an inclusive thing. You had to, it's like, I guess like wizardry, nigga. You had to read these books and know this stuff. Don't speak to me of the old magic if you haven't read the tomes. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's, that's the allure I loved of it. And, and I, getting into Batman and the Justice League and really just getting into Batman led me into getting into Justice League. I said it before, Batman helped me get through my parents' divorce and just a lot of shit in my life after that. And been reading Batman, heard some stuff that happened, this and that, so and so. So I had to go read Justice League or I had to go read a Superman or I had to go read a Wonder Woman. And it just, you know, led me to reading Justice League. Then you see that and it just made me to get into all the shit and going back and reading everything. You know what I'm saying? So. And, it, you know, I was the library getting graphic novels, buying these motherfuckers. It was fun. You know what I'm saying? And it was great. I was so proud of accumulating that knowledge. And they just rebooted, then rebooted, and just for nothing. You know, and then that's, that's, I didn't know. And that's what they do a lot, I'm seeing now. Just for sales, you know, because the medium is dying. Your medium is dying. But anyway, with that being said, I quit reading DC. I gave up on DC. They lost me with all this extra shit. And now they got, like, you know, Batman knocked up black cat, black uh Catwoman and all this shit. I'm just like, man, they just changed too much shit. I can't do it no more. You know what I'm saying? Got Watchmen in there and man. Anyway, when I saw they had a new Green Lantern, which I love the Green Lanterns. For anybody who want to know some math trivia, my favorite Green Lantern, Green Lantern is Sodom Yat. Nigga is dope. I think they should put him in some movie or something. He's basically a Kryptonian, but he's not Kryptonian. He's from a planet with a red sun. So he has the same powers as Superman. So essentially that nigga is Superman with a green lantern ring. Dope. He eventually damn near dies fighting Superman. Superboy Prime. Another dope dude. So dope. But anyway, when I heard they had a new green lantern. And it was a black Green Lantern. I'm like, okay. And it was a black woman Green Lantern. I said, oh, shit. I got to check this out. And I did. And let me tell you, I kind of like it. I'm apprehensive to like things, you know, when it's dealing with black stuff. But, man, you know, let's get into it. First off, I like the fact that the story starts off, she's already a Green Lantern. And they don't get into the whole, this happened and I found this while I was walking out of a Java bean or whatever it is. She's already a Green Lantern. She's already established. She's got a, she's on a planet in some place far away. Another thing I thought was interesting, you know, but I'm not trying to split hairs here. Nigga, why the, why the black female Green Lantern got to be on the farthest out, farthest place out? Lantern's the same to her ass. But no, that's just me picking. I'm done. I'm done. I'm not trying to be picking. It's all that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm done. So anyway, she's a real cool. Her name is, uh, what is it? Sojourner. Let me think. What's her name? I can't remember. Let's see. I know her first name is Sojourner. Let me see. Wrote it down over here. I got a list, y'all. So- Sojourner Moulin. 
a Maline. You know, they basically look kind of, well, you could tell off Janelle Monet. She got the little pompadour. Natural. Kudo, cool points to that. You know what I'm saying? I like that a lot. And she just seems like kind of kick-ass chick. You know, don't take no shit. It ain't, you know, not real sassy. I like it. She got some character. Real interesting. She is is ill because I guess with her, her ring and how it's set up, she has a finite of energy. Finite, they all, all landers have a finite amount of energy. But I guess she super has a finite amount of energy. And after so many charges, her ring won't work anymore. But she doesn't have a core. So that means when she's not using it, it naturally refuels itself. And Sojourner, her job on this planet is a lantern. It's a planet that exists of like three, uh, maybe five, some more different races. And they all come from different planets. And long story short, one of these people are like some vampire people or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And they prey on other people. And so a lot of them and some other people, they had to do this thing where they couldn't feel emotions. So people wouldn't act on their animal stuff. And it was a long time ago. So basically, that's what they had to do to get along to build what the fuck they had when they first got together. You know what I'm saying? So over centuries or however you want to say, I'm sure centuries, they just did the point where this was inbred and everybody there. Of course, excuse me one second. I'm about to drink some of this lemon water I got. Trying to be a little bit more healthy. So anyway, none of people on the planet have emotion. You know, they, they they talk very, you know, machine-like. And one of the people, one of the uh, groups is like a, a machine race. And there's a, a well, like a vampire race. And all that. it's really interesting. So basically, Sojourner, she's the Green Lantern who keeps the peace there. And the story starts with it having a murder. And the people freaking the fuck out. Because there hasn't been a murder there in over a hundred years. You know what I'm saying? So they come into her. And it's kind of dope. I like how it evens out with this that. She's inexperienced as a Green Lantern. You know what I'm saying? They're inexperienced with dealing with crime like that in general and crimes that are driven by emotion and emotional thinking. So it's like she's a rookie, but yet in the same sense, they even the playing field have made her more experienced than them. Because, you know, she knows about just off TV and everything, how to deal with a murder, forensics and all that shit. I found that to be kind of clever. You know what I'm saying? Even like I said, again, with her ring. She doesn't fly a lot. <laughs> she she gets in like she uses shit to fly around and stuff. She don't really showboat with her ring. I think that was a little interesting, you know, thing. All right. Let me say this. OK, I can't tell you enough how much I love the cover cover of the second uh, issue, you know, but I'm going to try. I love how they got the little John Stewart action figure bobblehead next to where they got Sojourner while she's sitting on this, uh, I guess, alien futon chilling in her pajama pants with alien heads on them. She got her hair wrapped below, you know, uh, wrapped up kind of got her hair braided because, you know, I thought that was dope. A nice little touch, because if you black, you know, black women, when they got their hair, they wrapping that shit up at night. They braiding it up at night. They twisting it up at night. It's a little shit. It's a show. You could tell that even if a white man drew it, wrote this or drew it or whatever, you know, they care. And that's that little nod is really important to us. You know what I'm saying? And. How they got her little switch right there. It could be like a little switch on this table right next to her Green Lantern ring. A little tub of ice cream. I think it's real. You know what I'm saying? I find that real interesting. It's a real. I thought I thought that cover showed a lot of uh, personality, if I may say. You know what I'm saying? 
Also, another thing I thought was kind of cool, kind of ironic, and I see what y'all doing. They got Sojourner dealing with the race relations between these different aliens, but they're not really. I guess it is racist, not racist, racist. You know, more than one. So this, I think that's cool. How they got the black woman Green Lantern helping all these other races deal with each other as far as, you know, prejudice and all that stuff, because who would know prejudice more than a black person? Who would know more than just a black man, a black woman? And I'm sorry if that shit came off as sarcastic because I'm being dead ass serious. You know what I'm saying? Eh, kind of iffy, you know what I'm saying? I kind of figured out reading this, like, watch, they gonna make her buy. And they kind of alluded to it, but it's cool. I'm not mad about it. It wasn't too much. It's a small conversation. Using the made to flesh out how she got there, dealing with people. I like it. It was it was it was it was good for the story. Kind of helped you learn more about her. What no no gratuitous shit. Kudos to that. So um and also like I said before, eh, I kind of like the whole planet being cut off from their emotions. It's pretty interesting. I can I'm gonna keep my eye on this. You know what I'm saying? I could have I could have did without this whole dancing scene they had in here. We, you know, because she ended up, I guess, one of the guys, this nigga looked like some fucking locked up, long, black, how Stella got our groove back ass nigga. And basically, he wanted the people on the council or whatever you want to say. And I guess, of course, as you want to call, you would get he's trying to seduce her. They have a whole little scene where they dance. And as much as I want to sit here and be like, oh, stereotypical. And at first, what I thought, stereotypical for a woman. And da, 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 but I'm thinking like, how many dudes have they had in comics alone who've done that? Yeah, you know, and it got me thinking, it don't make her no lesser or no weaker. It wouldn't make that dude no lesser. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, shut the fuck up, man. I'm sorry, I'm with it, I'm with it, I'm with it. So I kind of retract that, but it made me like, mm-hmm. but I see what they're doing. We okay, also, we only did episode issues one through three. Okay, but man, let me tell you the last page of issue three. Woo! That junk is dope. After that, man, they had me. They had me. I am surprised and clap to you, DC Comics, for having her say motherfucker. That's right. In the comic, that shit says, motherfucker, I thought that was the illest shit ever. She said, oh, you emotionless motherfuckers, you have officially pissed me off. I'm like, okay, all right. They they, they sold me on that one. You know what I'm saying? So my recommendation for Far Sector, which was the name, I thought I said the name at the beginning. Anyway, I would suggest you read it. I'm going to be reading it some more. It's on my list now. And I'm going to be giving you guys updates. Uh, part four just came out. Let you check it out. Don't want to spoil too much, but I'm hoping with this. I don't know in a way I want them to add her to the whole DC stuff, but I don't know. I'm iffy. I'm kind of on the way. I feel I wish this could be a self-contained thing. Tell a story and end it. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. I'm loving me some Sojourner. I wanted to complain about the name, but it's still cool. Love everything about it. Be right back. Blurred up. Hello, this is former President Barack Obama, the greatest president of your lifetime. I wanted to take some time out of my busy schedule of doing nothing to tell you about hyphen podcast. 
Now, Khan, while he hasn't always agreed with my policies, I still like the son of a And while I can't make you vote or listen to every podcast, please listen to Hyphen Nation, the world's greatest podcast. Take it from me, I killed Bin Laden's Trust my taste in podcasts. Hyphen Nation, featuring Kellen Connolly and semi-regular co-host Marcus Sean Mallet Robinson. You know, Kellen Potts, Marcus Wright. It's a better tandem than the 96 Chicago Bulls. And I know, I killed Bin Laden. And Kanye... Kanye was still jack. But, for Michelle and the girls, all love to Hyphen Nation and the Hyphen Podcast group. And keep bringing your daughter on. She's beautiful. And I know. Well, you know. Finally, a podcast called Fresh has returned. Thank God. APCF. You already know what it is. It's me. It's me. It's M-A-P. We back. Podcast called Fresh. Podcast Network. Or, you know, Hype Podcast Group. Whatever you want to know. We doing things. Let's get to it. All right. Next review is a comic I seen. I'm not going to lie. Your boy be seeing a lot of stuff. And I will read it just purely because it's black people on the cover or the main character is black. With that premise, another comic we have with a black female lead or main character is Lucy Claire Redemption by Image. Um, It is written by John Written. Shit, let me think. Uh, Tip to the hat to John Upchurch. He wrote, illustrated, and lettered these comics. Tip to him, man. But yeah, so let's get to this um here review here. Anyway, um, Lucy Claire, she's like a vampire, you know, vampire hunter. I don't know if this she's been this is all new or this is a reboot or anything. I'm not sure. Like Livewire thought that shit was brand new, but she was a part of something else. But anyway, she's like a vampire hunter. It's the old story, you know, washed up demon slayer situation. Gotta get your stuff back. Help us. It's cool. But it's kind of refreshing, I think. So she's a van uh, she's a, a werewolf hunter. You know. But anyway. One of the first things I like about this to have a panel lady. She's hitting on this guy. And it's cool because the white lady said, uh, because the dude wanted his steak rare. You know what I'm saying? So she like, you like it bloody, huh? Me, I like it burnt. I want my steak the same as my men. Tough as hell and dark as night. And I was like, okay. That's what's up. Because I heard a lot of women say, we know a lot of them say that. You know, it is what it is. But, um. I thought that was cool, and then it was funny because the guy she was hitting on, the black guy, was actually a werewolf who ended up killing everybody there. So I also thought that was very interesting and organic. Now, not too often I'm going to say this to y'all, but this is the truth, and hopefully there's a lot more comics I say this about. First, Just off the first few pages of this comic, they had my attention. I'm looking. Eyes turning pages, absorbing shit. My attention is got. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 whelmed. From the beginning, I'm whelmed. You know what I'm saying? I like the two pages of the ragtag misfit team, you know, that Claire ends up helping out the, you know, I guess the the Goonies, if you will. 
And they had a little thing where they were being led by this werewolf hunter. And they were like, oh, we don't need, uh, we don't need, you don't need to go find Lucy Claire. We got a werewolf hunter. This guy's a fucking legend. He's a dude's like, I wouldn't know all about that. I'm pretty good. Uh, you know, you know, he's, he's bigging himself up without actually saying he's not a legend fully. And so he's like, yeah, we don't need them with the experience and everything. I got the next scene. You just see, whoop. Fucking werewolf just ran by and just took him. And just didn't even stop. And that junk was so funny because that's, that's them trying to do it without Lucy. Just instantly, like, dead immediately. Got a chuckle out. A literal laugh out loud chuckle out of me. Another thing I like about this is that not just the fact they chose to pick a black woman or a black female, whatever, woman lady to be the main character. But they got a black woman with red curly hair. I I like that. You know what I'm saying? And it's a nice look to see a different kind of black. And as being black, one of the beauties of us is that we literally come in every shape. And you you can be black, light skin, blonde hair. You can be black, black, dark, red hair, light skin, red hair. You can have uh, people in Africa got eyes like they from Asia. You know what I'm saying? That's the beauty of it. And a lot of times with us black people, you don't see all of our shades, all of our different kinds in TV alone. Whenever it's TV, you know, they want you to be black, but not too black. Just black enough. Not white, just a little bit darker than white. Eh, make the nigga be a Corbin blue. That's what they want. Not just respect to him, but when you look at it, that's the demographic. You don't really see either it's full black, which is wonderful. I love it. I love seeing that. But it's so many different shades of us. And it's so much, you know, like they say, representation matters. And it does. And kudos to them for getting that. You know, I think uh, Lucy's uh, introduction to the crew, she's in prison. When I'm in prison, she's in jail. You know, she's on some Wolverine drunkard. You started some shit. You sitting here till you simmer down and sleep off that well, whatever she's drinking. And one of the dudes, I think it's Slim. He ends up getting her out, bailing her out, which they conned him because there was no bail. They used that to cover the shit that she fucked up. Who, Lucy. And so when he talks to her and blah, 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 she's like, I'm not who you want, blah, blah, blah. I'll see what I can do. We need first. He's like, and I'll feed you. She's like, bet. <laughs> so her initial introduction to the crew is so, it's not going to say funny, but I thought it was funny. She walked, he's like, yeah, everybody, this is Lucy Claire, the famous van, uh, werewolf, werewolf hunter. Sorry if I said vampire throughout this because I just peeped myself almost saying vampire. And in my mind, I'm thinking werewolf. Yeah, but anyway. And he's like, Lucy Claire. The werewolf hunter, and she's great, and she's gonna help us. She's kind of out of, uh, you know, out of shape right now, but she'll be straight. Lucy walks in, blah, throws up in this plant, pancakes and whiskey, hops on the sofa and goes to sleep. <laughs> and everybody's like, for real, you know. And even though it's kind of like a lot of this stuff is is, is old rehash tropes, I get it, but I like how they put twists on them. Not a major twist. But just something to make it different from the other shit that made me okay, you know, I see what they're doing. Again, can't say enough. I love how they got Lucy's hair. They keep it curly. They keep it full. You can tell it's, they don't straighten it. I can tell, but they ain't straightened it nothing. I like that. That's real to me. It sits up. It's like real black hair. You know what I'm saying? And I don't feel like the way they're doing it is pandery. I feel like this is a story I wanted to tell. This person looked like this in this story. And uh, that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? I like that. Also, also found it funny after the whole pancakes and whiskey thing. They get attacked by werewolves. Lucy, uh, did they, you know, hurt the Slim and his gang try to protect themselves. Lucy has to come out and whoop their ass. 
She whoops these werewolves' asses so bad. They give her pancakes. Not the werewolves, but Slim and his friends. Also, I like they're all like pretty much black, the gang of friends. They're pretty much black or minority, I guess you can say, or brown. One of the girls is Asian. I like think that's cool. And again, I like how it doesn't come off as super pandering, you know. I like the cover issue, too. I really can't call what I like about it, per se, but I just like how they have, you know, Slim and his gang is in the back. Then in the front, you got Lucy. Couldn't look smaller if she wanted to, more diminutive if they wanted to make her. The fucking werewolf's head is about as big as her fucking torso, if not bigger. And she's sitting there looking up in the werewolf's shadow. Nice lighting. Mr. Upchurch, I see you. And the face, the look she got on her face is like, so you want me to whoop that ass? I like that. You know, just, I guess, I hate for lack of a better term, that I ain't got time for this shit that she got on her face. I liked it. She don't look moved at all. Another scene I like throughout reading this, you know, after the whole initial, you know, classic drunkard, not what I'm used to be. He's not nothing. Oh, something happens. Oh, I got to, you know, oh, look at him. He beat up so-and-so. He can do it. We just got to clean him up. Scene. Then they have the whole initial I'm going to do this. You guys just show me where to go. No one gets hurt on my watch. But we're going to help you seem. I like it because, you know, Lucy goes, I won't risk any more uh, any more you getting hurt. Son, another one of Slim's crew goes, uh, no, we didn't come here for you to save us. We came here for you to help us. Then uh, another one of the crew. We're a part of this fight. We're not hiding from it. Could you do this alone? I don't know. Maybe. From the looks of things, maybe not. But what I do know is that five is better than one. Yada, yada. Another one says, you know, if you fall, we'll pick you up. We got your back. Then after that, Lucy is like, hold up. Are y'all telling This is one of them things where I tell y'all I don't want y'all to go. Y'all want to go. And then eventually I give in. Son, who another character, I'll totally love her, says, oh, definitely. And they all like, yep, 100%. And I like how they did the scene. It was going the way. I'm like, oh, this is predictable. I do not like predictable shit. You know what I'm saying? But then again, as my man Gabe would say, all comics are predictable. Very true. But you know what I mean. And just how quickly they did that and put a little style to it. Nothing too outrageous. I'm not saying this to fucking motherfuckers who made bread. Y'all just like that. They could have took the easy road, but they took a better, more slightly artsy road. Kudos to them for that. I really wish, with this, and it's weird for me to say, but I really wish there was more I disliked about this comic so I could seem like I'm giving a more balanced review of this. But I like how Lucy peeped them all to the fact that the werewolf, they've been struggling, they've been fighting werewolf, they've been putting them down, it's been taking a combined effort of all of them. And then they're like, oh, we can do this. Not that problem. Lucy's like, yeah, we got lucky because the last ones we was fighting was fucking pups. These is grown men werewolves. They're like, what? They're pups? And just how she peeped them to that all nonchalantly. That, that, was, that, was, that was dope. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, girl son I talked about before. She, she's my second favorite character in this whole comic. I like I like how she obviously isn't impressed by Lucy at all and does not hide it. And she's a woman of color. Two points. All right. Well, what else I like about this comic? The dialogue, you know, it's nice. I like it. The dialogue is nice. Just through the short conversation, you can kind of get an idea of just what 
how the, each of the crew, Slim, Son, and the rest of them, are as people. The, the 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 crew dynamics and how they fit in. You can tell uh, the big dude. He's he's the you know it's typical. He's he's the peaceful guy. He's the peacemaker. Of course, I'm assuming Son's the den mother. And it's just you can it, it it's very organic to me. And one thing that's very important to me. If you have a if a comic a comic, I said comic twice. If you have a comic, a movie, anime, whatever it is, if you have a group of people to make distinct personalities and make them go together and cohesive is one thing I love about comics. Like I used to read the X-Men and that used to really make me feel like I wish I knew these people. I wish I was a part of this group. You know what I'm saying? Or I know somebody like that. Or yeah, I like that. And this comic thus far from just the first three issues, it's kind of giving me that vibe. So basically, like I said, it's the same old story. You know, a werewolf hunter. She got to get her stuff together. All right, I'm going to clean up my act. I got to go get my swords so I can kill these werewolves because it's the serious ones that's coming. You know what I'm saying? And so with that being said, she has to go to her grandmother's house where she hid her blades, which are made and forged for killing werewolves. Before that happens... She's going to get her car. I think it's interesting. Not interesting. I thought it was ill. Lucy had one of the sickest burns I think I have ever read in life. She told this dude, and I quote, First off, I've heard you use that line about three different times. It doesn't work. Stop it. Second, you're a child. Force a, what did she say? Force at least one ball to drop in that tiny sack of yours and try again. Oof. Whoa, that was cold-blooded. That was cold-blooded. But yeah, even though moving on with that, I like how, you know, they have some action scenes. The action is cartoonish, but it's kind of believable. I'm not saying it's just, you know, they're not doing nothing like jumping off of buildings and stuff like that. Lucy is just clean whooping their ass and stuff. It's nothing ridiculous like the crew slim sunning them. They get their asses whooped, but... They scrapping and they got big weapons and it's believable. And I like how each time, you know, they 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 fighting different it's different levels, I guess, of werewolves. And the regular ones, they all together could take them. It took everything they had, but they could take them. And the ones above them, they all have to work together. But also with the werewolves, I think it's really an interesting way how they transform. It's like they turn like into a black. They all turn black, and it's like a little, you can tell they turn into a werewolf. Then when it dissipates, it's a werewolf underneath it. It's kind of like a, if they turn into like a black chocolate werewolf, and then like the the werewolf came out of it. It's kind of interesting, you know what I'm saying? But one thing I can say, reading this made me wish, uh, reading this made me wish that Isola, check it out with a review. I can't remember how many episodes back. It was season one, I know that. Check it out. Great looking comic. Not great writing. I hate to say it. I haven't seen any more new uh, issues anywhere. So I don't know what happened with that. But this, just how even with just Lucy, they, they hint back at two. At one time, she killed all the werewolves. And then they hint back and they show little flashes of how she had three daughters who looked like her with all red hair. And something happened where they had to go or they died. And it's fucking Lucy up. And maybe it's because I just, you know, I got, I got, I got five kids. My wife just had a son. I'm not gonna say I just had a son because I didn't push it. I didn't do all the stuff, she, you know. But that's my boy, Deku. 
and just seeing how she's dealing with them and just how it's mentally fucking her up not having her kids with her it's not like oh just anytime i think that's and i'm biased but i think that's cool it gives her a little um I mean, something empathetic you can you can latch on to, you know. Normally, I guess before and it's funny because until I had kids and stuff, normally I'm like it's cliche. Why the woman? Got, and I guess it could be be cliche because it's always a woman with the kids. But I mean, it's something natural and organic. I would think to drive off of. But I find the character of Lucy Lucy Claire very interesting. I will be checking out more. So I recommend this as much as I did Far Sector. Two good comics. Check them out. And I guess I'm going to end it right here. Thank you all for listening. So always remember, you live in this world, but you do not have to stay in this world. Be here physically. You don't have to mentally. Read the two comics I just suggested. Go to a comic book store. Get a comic book app. Download some or however you absorb your comics or hell it's a couple youtube channels you can go to where they explain these things to you or go but you know i got one too and um you know podcast called fresh youtube but you know other places you know when they talk about characters and histories and power level whatever it is and you can just zone out you know say roll you up something drink you something and listen to that or watch a movie you know what i'm saying read a manga and don't don't get consumed or overwhelmed with the shit in this world that's what I do as well. helps me. Also, play video games. But we leave it at that. Thank you for listening. This is a podcast called Fresh. I am Miles Amadeus Prower. Raul on the boards. And let me leave you with this. Blurred up. <laughs> Peace. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and comment. This has been a Hyphen Podcast Network production. Dirt it, Festus. I'm getting paid at exposure. Boo bye.